Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is June 22nd. The time is um, uh, 4.30. Reddy MPC has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, let us know. Remy? Uh, thank you. <clears throat> uh, thank you, Rahul, uh, for taking our time uh, this evening. Uh, my uh, question is regarding the uh, priority date, and I'm just trying to get uh, get some hope, if 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 there is any hope. Uh, so, uh, some uh, priority date is EB two uh, is an EB two January 2016. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to weigh in the options. Like uh, there are some recruiters who are reaching out and who are saying like, okay, uh, we can give you joining in Canada, and you can. Uh, because right now, looking at the age factor and things like that, that's the other option. Uh, what do you that, mean? What do you mean, Canada? That you're going to get the green card and move to Canada, or you're not, speaking about getting an L1A and coming back on an EB1C? Uh, not L1A. It's like uh, weighing in my options. Like, are there any hopes for uh, date moving? Well, there are hopes. I can, I can, there are hopes definitely who expected it's going to go to January of 2015 from 2010. There are definitely hopes. Uh, it's 2016. I know you told me, but it went to January 2015. It moved four right. years in one month. Right. But this, since this is the last year when, uh, when there will be. But anyway, what's here. your question? Don't tell me to predict the dates. Tell me anything else. <laughs> Not predicting the dates, just uh, trying to uh, take a call because someone. Uh, some recruiters are reaching out saying that, okay, we will give you an option to uh, join in Canada. And if, if a person like me wants to go to Canada with this age, I think uh, going on the employment is the best option. So that's what I was trying to weigh in. Like if there is any hope uh, uh, with priority date, January, 2016, because once the spillover is done, then I think the dates are going to be stuck again, right? Yes, you know that. So you don't have to ask me the question. Okay. So, so yeah, what's so your the, question for me? The uh, question is like, uh, are we seeing any hopes there the, uh, in near yeah, future, we, like in a couple of years? I, 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 that you can guess as much as I can. I'm sorry, we yes. have to move to the next person though. Okay. Because Thank don't you. ask me to guess the date. Okay. Sorry about that. Next person, please. Arif. Hey, Rahul, sir. How are you? I got a quick question. Uh, I think I asked something, but I wanted to ask another question. Recent, uh, back in 2021, I applied for EB3 
I-485 because of an RFE. I was not able to provide the right documents. So I, I withdraw the I-40, but I do have an EB-2 approved uh, from priority date uh, 2011. And my uh, application got sent from NBC to Nebraska back in December. Uh, from there, I got done with my biometrics in March uh, 2022. And since then, the application has been sitting. So basically, I do have a withdrawn EB3 I-140 and approved EB2 I-140. I got my EAD and 485 uh, EAD. And what what was the EB3 RFP about? Uh, that was uh, for my employment uh, verification back from Hyderabad. I worked for DRDL uh, back from 16 years ago. And uh, they would not, uh, I was not able to get the right parties uh, to get me a confirmation uh, letter from DRDL. So my lawyer suggested we, we, we withdraw the I-140 for EB-3, which uh, we got a confirmation letter saying uh, they were they withdraw my I-140 EB-3. Okay, but my I got your question. EB-3. I got your, I got your so point. I'm my, with the question. So the, the pending 485 and EAD for EB-3, is that creating any delays and not letting my uh, case move out of Nebraska? It could be, it could be, it could be, but I don't want it to withdraw the 485 right now because they will accidentally withdraw the 485 of EB2. Okay, so I just basically hope and see that they will educate me a case here soon. So do nothing and just wait and watch, basically. Yeah, that's what I would do right now. And, okay, all right, thank you. I, wa I, I want you to read the Immigration Girl articles when you don't get the experience letter, how to document the experience. There are quite uh, two or three articles she has written on it. I want you to read that. It's immigrationgirl.com. Next person, please. Hi. Uh, is it Sai Tarala? Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, hi Rahul, this is Pavni. Uh, so I, I actually, my priority date is November 13 and, uh, I have 140 approved for e in EB2, uh, in last October, 2021, uh, I downgraded to EB3 and 140 is not yet approved and I refiled in EB2. Uh, and uh, I did get the notification that my my, the, my biometrics will be reused, which I have like did uh, last October. And um, so I just I mean, I in yesterday's session with Rebecca Shen, I overheard like this yeah. similar kind of a situation. Yeah. I, I would like you to, uh, where is your EB2 file right now? In the National Benefit Center. I would still want you to get the EB3 I-140 approved. Oh, EB3 I-140 Yeah, yeah. Okay. So for some reason though, if you recall the previous caller also, it's they're getting confused with it, and since the I 140 is not approved, mm -hmm. they're a bit reluctant on approving the cases right now. And I haven't seen uh, cases with interfiling also where they approved if the I previous I 140 was not approved. So I want you to get the I 140 approved, okay? So, okay, okay, so premium processing for the I 140, and then yeah. So does that mean that like once this one, like, you know, once I do a premium processing for I-140, do I have to interfile again, like from e, like uh, EB3 to EB2? No, you don't. You don't need to. 
okay. don't need to. Oh, okay. 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 We'll okay. go to the next call. Sure. Thank you. Pranav. Hello, Rahul. Uh, thank you for your advice. Uh, I follow your um, posts regularly. Uh, my question is, um, my labor and firm was done for EB2. Uh, last October, since my priority date was current in EB3, my lawyer filed an I-140 and 485 in EB3. EB3 has since retrogressed, and I'm waiting for my advanced parole and EAD. Now, my priority date is current in EB2. My lawyer is suggesting that I file a new I-140 based on an already certified firm under EB2 with AOS receipts and request USAIS, request USAIS to swiftly approval uh, swiftly approved by I-140 and green card under EB2. Uh, he says that I can reuse the perm as long as it was filed initially with a different I-140 case within the validity period. Is this even okay. possible? Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. You filed I-140 first time when you filed EB3? Was it the second I-140 that you filed? Uh, so the first time they uh, they uh, filed the I-140 using my EB2 perm, e uh, um, all the paperwork was done for EB2, and since my priority date was current, wait, 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 I know the priority date, buddy. Just hold on, okay? I know the priority date. I know all the things, but did you with this labor certification have you ever filed EB2 before, or you did not? No. So they use the they use the EB two labor to file the EB three because EB three was current. Correct. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I got it approved so, as well. Uh, oh yeah, they can they can definitely use the EB two I one forty to file for the EB two right now, even though it's more than six months old, because he already used it to file for the. Uh, he already used it to file for the EB3 approval. Yes, absolutely is right. So so he can use the old perm. Yes, uh, sir. Okay, okay. So yes, I, I, did, I didn't know uh, if this was an interfile strategy or a refile strategy because he's saying that he's going to use my AOS receipts in this new I-140 uh, approval he's uh, going to file with EB2. Yeah, he, he doesn't need AOS receipt notice. You only need I-140 notice. But he definitely can use a labor certification. Absolutely, he can. Labor and pump. Okay. Labor or pump, it's, it's the same word. Labor okay. and pump are the same word. Thank you. Okay. Right. Next person, please. Kaushik. Hey, so I filed my 485 uh, three months ago under EB2 category. Mm -hmm. So last mm -hmm. week uh, I was told my company was uh, sold to another company as a success and interest. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to see, uh, I was I filed in Texas and its current status is it moved, my case is in NBC. So I wanted to mm -hmm. see uh, if I need to file an amendment, 140 amendment or is there anything else I need to do? Uh -huh. You have to file an amendment of I-140 and then file the 485 again. Or file the 485 again? Yeah. So I have to withdraw this 485, the current one? Mm -hmm. I, don't I won't withdraw it. Let them approve mm -hmm. it. First, I will file an amendment of I-140, get an I-140 approval. Then mm -hmm. I will weigh in to file for the 
I-485 if the green card is not approved by the time. Okay. Anything else? Okay, that's it. Thank Next you. person, please. Rohini. Hey, Raul, thanks for your time. Uh, I had a quick question. I'm currently on my STEM OPT uh, second year. And unfortunately, I was not picked for the two lottery for H1B. I'm currently working full time uh, with an employer. Um, I have a potential second employment. Uh, so I read online that you can work um, like two jobs when I'm STEM yes. OPT. I just wanted to, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so does it have any um, hours limit of how much I can work or... No, ma'am, you can work for 120 hours per week if you want to. Okay. And the second question was, uh, since my first employer applied like twice and also they'll be trying to um, apply the third time, uh, can the new employer also apply for my H-1B next year? We normally don't encourage people to file duplicate applications though. But in your case though, in your case though, because you'll be working for two companies, those are, we consider as genuinely filing two applications. You can file. Okay. 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 So it can be any number of jobs, right? I, I understood you said like 120 hours, but I'm just uh, to be uh, sure. That is right. Any number of jobs. For example, okay. doctors and other people, they do a lot of different, different jobs. Now. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for your time. Next person, please. Sri Reddy. Good evening, Rahul Garu. Uh, question is, my priority date is 2011. Uh, uh, my EB2-140 was from 2014. I filed uh, my 35 uh, under EB2 in October, uh, mm -hmm. on October 22nd, 2020. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, you know, I've gotten EADs and everything from NBC, uh, but I was hoping EB3 will, will move faster. So I filed an EB3 140 as well, like a downgrade. There was no 485 filed along with it. Uh, but in June of 2021, my application moved to TSC from NBC. And after that, it got stuck. Uh, my EB3 140 is still pending. Uh, my, uh, I mean, going by the discussion and my guess, it's because of that they have not, um, you know, approved my. 485 based on EB2. Oh, but, but why can't... So so you have the EB3 I-140, but you did not do the premium processing yet for EB2 I-140, EB3 I-140? No, uh, I didn't see a reason of using, pursuing EB3 um, because I already have... Yeah, we are, we are noticing that it's getting stuck. I will want to get it out of the thing. So my lawyer is suggesting either withdraw or, or do premium. Don't uh, withdraw. She's... Don't withdraw premium processing. Okay, and then you think that should take care of it? Yeah. Well, you have a better hope. Not that it will take care of it. You have a better chance. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thanks for your time. Next person, please. Abai. Uh, yeah, Rahul, thanks for taking the question. So my situation is, uh, so my wife and I both filed our adjustment of status last year in May. Uh, just this week on Monday, it moved from Nebraska to NBC. Nice. Uh, I have my, I got my EAD AP approved last month, mm -hmm. but my mm -hmm. wife EAD and AP is still pending. Mm -hmm. So my question is that I currently have an H1. My wife has H4. She also has H4 EAD. 
Z is working on RH4 EAD. I'm working for my H1. Now I want mm -hmm. to use my EAD uh, next month to take up a part-time teaching assistant position. And my but your is, wife is a, your wife doesn't have a EAD for it for EAD. Correct. Technically, she cannot work on H four EAD if you're working on adjustment of status EAD. But in my current my my main employer, I still continue on H one, but I cannot take a part time second job on a EAD. You can take a part time in EAD. We're not speaking about you. We're speaking about your wife working on H four EAD. Okay. So once you use the EAD, you're not on H1B. So since you're not on H1B, she's not supposed to be on H4 EAD. Okay. Either pick one option, whether you want her job or your second job. Okay. Take, take, take one. But once she gets an EAD, then, then we can, then I can change then, it. Then you know the rules. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Next person, please. Okay. Did you call Sachin? Yeah. Okay, hi. Hey, Rahul, thank you for uh, allowing me to ask question. So I filed my adjustment of status EB2 to EB3 downgrade uh, in November 2020. Received EAD AP for uh, myself and my family. Both EB2, EB3 are approved. Uh, I also did interfile last week from EB3 back to EB2. EB2? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, and still waiting for I-485J receipt. Uh, and then also I filed the change of status for my son uh, in July 2021 for H4 to F1 that is again pending. My question how is-, old is uh, How old is your son? He will be 21 next April, 2023, but I'm assuming his age will be locked uh, with the interfile request that I submitted. Uh, last week. Is he locked right? in? Is he locked in EB three or is he locked in EB two? Which one is he? EB two, EB two. But he's not. He's not locked in EB three though. Correct. Huh. Yeah. So I yeah I submitted the interfile request from EB three to EB two last and week. you guys you guys are still maintaining the non-immigrant visa status. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Uh, and when is he turning twenty one? You said. April 2023, next year. So that's almost one year left here. I am considering refiling the 485 for him under EB2 for the entire family though. The reason is that that's a judgment call. You can even, every month you can evaluate whether you should refile it or not. The reason is that the, every month when we, because you're current in July, is right? Yes, Final action I'm current in, in July. In, even in June, I'm current. So I, I submitted that interfile. So, so, yeah. So I'm just thinking that I will evaluate to see if the August visa bulletin is current, then I will not file in July. And if the September is current, like so and so forth. So the reason is that interfiling is not a guaranteed way of locking it. When you look into the CSPA, interfile never comes into place there. So if your son is not locked in EB3, he's still we don't have a guarantee for EB2. So you may want to consider refiling the 485 application for the entire family. Oh, okay. And then- You see my point? Okay. Yes, I do, definitely. 
So my question really then, was, can he use his then, COD? Then, so then that's really not really a question because no, no, you should not use COD. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. you should not use it. Okay, okay, sounds good. Thank you so much. You can go on to you can go on to F1. That's not going to cause any problem. But using EAD is going to be a problem. Next person, please. Ramshi. Bilu, if you want to go. Hi. <clears throat> Thanks for uh, not just answering my question, but also all, all the service you've been doing for the community of immigrants. And my question is about uh, how long do I need to wait after I receive my green card before I switch jobs? I received my EB3 green card a month and a half ago. And uh, I keep hearing different things about should I immediately can I immediately switch to a different job or should I stay for six more months things like that. There's absolutely no rule for six more months. So you can leave the next day. There's no rule, and you can do. You don't have to stick with the same profession. You can be a flipping a burger. You can be a Microsoft CEO. You can be anything you want to. But, I don't know I'm... where they are coming up with the rule of six months leaving. There is no such rule at all. You can even leave your job and go to a different, similar profession before you even get the green card. If 485 has been pending for 180 days. But yeah, um, I was talking. About, um, I was asking about any questions during nationalization of citizenship time, like after five years. None, none, zero, zip. A lot of people ask this question. Will they ask question about the, They ask question about the employment. They want to know whether you are employed with Al Qaeda or ISIS. We don't want to right. give citizenship to you if you right. are employed with them. So that's the reason they ask the question. Nothing to do with we are working with a green card employer or not. Okay, yeah. Right. Some other attorney was talking about uh, just the intent. You just have to show the intent that once you receive the green card through a specific employer, at the, least you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Intended. The intent is only required from the employer side. Intent is never required from the employee side. You're good. Intent is there. So what? We, on the on the December 31st, you have so much intention to do so many. Oh, January 1st, you made so many different rules. You violated them right on January 10th. Remember that? The newer resolutions? Okay, next person, please. Krishna? Hey, uh, thank you for the opportunity, Rahul. So uh, a quick question. Uh, I'm nearing my uh, uh, priority date. I'm an EB2. My priority date is uh, May of 2015. So it's now in uh, Jan, you know that. uh, the problem here is I have switched job in my in my new job. It is just going on with uh, with the uh, uh, PWD process. It's not PWD as now we have not yet received. So in this case, um, if if I go back to should I do if if I have to get uh, my previous employer file my uh, green card, do I need to work for them or? Or uh, without working, I can ask them to do it. Whatever they want to do it, they can do it. If they okay. want you to work, you have to work. If they don't, it's up to them. If they say, no, you can co- keep working where you are, it's up to them. It's completely up to their discretion. Got it. Got it. Okay. But, but, but a current employer cannot file, right? So until unless the... Uh, no, I won't no. Pay. No, current employer cannot file. Got it. Next Got person. Vinash? 
be be in touch with the old employer be in touch with yes i am doing that i am doing that yeah next person hello sir hi uh, hey hi um so my question is my i found forty got approved in uh, february 2021 and my visa was ba- at that time my visa was only valid for uh, till uh, june 2022 and after 2 3 months we filed for h4 ead and uh, like later on this year uh, my visa got extended got ex- we applied extended. for extension uh, i think we have we have discussed this previously as well uh it it got extended uh till 2025 and uh, as as discussed with you you asked us to uh file the h4ead again because we didn't include that in the extension um the question is uh now what happened is the first ead that we filed that got approved today and the second ead is, is still pending so we don't know uh what okay. we need to so do first wait wait do you know the expiry date of the first ead approval uh no it got approved today so i don't know that yet so what's the question right now for you um so do we have now if the ead whatever date priority date at that time point it was uh, june 2022 which already expired um so Uh, so so let's 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 wait until the ead comes through okay next okay. person please we don't know if that ead is approved only until june 2022 which already expired or whether it's going to be 2025 if it's going to be 2025 you do nothing if it is june 2022 there is nothing you can do you should still wait for the next approval next person please avin Uh, hi rahul thank you for taking the uh, call um i uh, i filed for 485 uh, uh sorry my priority date is 2012 april and my 485 was filed in uh, the, uh, nbc received it on february 1st um my wife received her uh, uh, ead card uh, i did not receive any of these uh, any of the updates the last update is says it says is the biometrics is applied to my case um is there anything that i need to do uh, or a way to check with uh, nbc yet or uh, i have to wait some more time you file for it in february of 2021 or 22? 22 sorry february 2022 no there is nothing you can do you just wait next okay. person please thank you ram hello sir good morning good, good afternoon Uh, this is about regarding my daughter case uh, from 485 uh, mm-hmm. uh, the priority date is april 2012 mm-hmm. uh, we filed for our uh, 485 in july, july 2021 priority when when the eb3 priority date is current her age is mm-hmm. locked and uh, 140 got approved and everything yesterday i got an rfe saying that submit 485j and transfer the underlying basis from nbc uh, so 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 it, it's very quick call to establish that whether or not so your daughter is locked under cspa and eb3 right yes sir yes sir is your daughter locked in eb2 also or not yet eb3 uh, sorry sorry eb2 uh, this one 7 month 7 uh, month 25 days is uh, waiting period 
but uh, eb3 our priority date sorry eb2 our priority date is current in december okay. bulletin so so i'm not understanding you know with what is csp a locking the age or you don't yes sir i know she is locked so in eb3 she is easy locked in eb2 yes or no if it's if you don't understand it don't answer it yes she is locked in eb2 also but we didn't interfile till now right so how old is she right now she is uh, 20, yes, she turned 20, uh, 22 last month i would want you to consult a lawyer though because i want to be i don't know whether the answer whether she is locked in uh, whether she is locked in eb2 or not i don't have an answer it will be better to consult a lawyer so that you can figure it out if she is locked in eb2 if she is locked in eb2 i would interfile with eb2 if she is not locked in eb2 i will make it clear to the uscis officer do not approve your case under eb2 only consider under eb3 next person please rahul uh uh hi rahul uh, thanks for giving your opportunity i have a question regarding my location change i am on h1b and uh, my i140 is approved uh, with uh, my current employer but they have the remote option so i'm thinking to change my location from new jersey to texas so i wanted to check if i have to refile like re- restart the my permanent the 9140 again or just an h1b amendment for the location change h1b amendment is good okay so no need to refile the i140 and form right um is it a permanent company or a consulting company it's a, i'm, I'm full time i'm permanent employee to the company so you check with the lawyers though if the lawyers are fragman and berryapelman they don't need it if they are olagpri or some other law firm they would require it if i am your lawyer you don't need it but i will make you sign a document that once you get the green card you're going to come back to new jersey okay 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 so once i get the green card i have to okay i have to sign the document you have to promise okay. thank you guys okay. for coming in the next conference call is tomorrow at 11:30 mm-hmm. sorry we couldn't attend all the people okay Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.